Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Friday morning. It's we finally made it to Friday, so I'm sure that makes a lot of people happy. And for others, it could make no difference whatsoever. So it depends on because it depends on your job and what you do and what days of the week you get off. But uh, uh, either way, praise God, we made it for another day. We're above ground, so any day above ground is a good day. And uh, Nothing worse when the gophers are bringing your, or the, um, uh, shoot, <laughs> blank. The, uh, uh, my mind's went blank on me, what I was going to say. I'm getting old, I'm tired, and uh, uh, the brain doesn't want to work like it used to. So, but anyway, uh, hope everybody's doing good this morning. I have to overlook my goofiness. Who we got this morning here? We got uh, Kelly Jeanette Swift, uh, Lee J. Gina Lynch. We got Darlene Barker, Jennifer Honeycutt. So I appreciate all you wonderful people watching this morning, and uh, hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful weekend. Well, if we may, let us uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance. So if you have the ability to stand, let's do so at this time. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I uh, tell you what, it's been a crazy week, you know, it's been a crazy year, it's been a crazy, a lot of things, <laughs> so i tell you what, it's, uh, the world has gone mad without a doubt, and i tell you, it's really sad to see that um, uh, North Carolina near Boone, uh, those officers that got killed, and it just, you know, the, the epitome of evil, uh, where the individual killed his parents, and uh, shot at the police officers and just uh, shows how sick and evil this world has become. So we really need to be praying for these police officers' families and uh, their friends uh, that are dealing with uh, uh, with this loss today. And uh, I really hate uh, hate hate that. You know, uh, you know they're the one to defund the police, and here they're on the front lines uh, to protect us and to help us. And uh, you know, it's been. There's always a few bad apples and everything. Like I said, even in the pastorate, there's bad people in it. You know, there's, you're never going to find a profession where everybody's completely and totally good. And because uh, why? Because we live in a we live in an evil society, live in an evil world. So definitely be, be be praying for that. And I tell you guys, I am. You know, I don't know where you fall on the, what you believe on this whole COVID thing. You know, I see a lot of. Like I said before, I see a lot of snide remarks in regards to those getting the shots or wearing a mask. And, you know, I, I, it gets a little old. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't understand why you feel the need. To, I'm not talking about you in particular. I mean, when I say you, I mean in general. Uh, why people um, feel the need to uh, belittle others. Uh, you know, whether you think somebody's a sheep or not, or uh, they're a, a lab rat, you know, that. What's that accomplishing? You know, all it's doing is causing further division. And, you know, this pandemic, uh, whether you believed in it or not, uh, we can't deny the reality of those who have lost their lives. And this week alone, this week alone, I have seen and I've gotten emails of four people who have died from COVID. You know, I uh, all this stuff being lifted and, uh, and I hope that it, the numbers are going down. It's not just a matter of wanting to open up. Uh, and I don't know. I just worry that, 
they may be worse than what they're saying. Uh, of course, we all know everything was going to change when uh, they, as long as they got Trump out of there, they wouldn't make everything look rosy and sunny, and they might be jumping the gun. I don't know. I just think it's very odd to see so many uh, this week of uh, deaths from it. And, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you believe, uh, whether you're a mask wearer or not, get the shot or not, you know, what does it matter whether you or somebody else does? Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't get why you feel the need, why people feel the need to put others down for what they decide. You know, I don't believe that I'm a sheep or a government lab rat because, you know, uh, I've had to do, take precautions because I don't have an immune system. You know, uh, you got to think about elderly and, you know, so I just think each person needs to pray about this. And, you know, uh, of course, it's fun to make jokes a little bit every now and then. I do think it's funny to see somebody wearing a mask in a car by themselves or swimming with a mask on. Now, that is takes it to a whole other level. And then what really blew my mind was I saw a picture of the day where somebody had masks on their dogs. And that really blew my mind. So, you know, some people bring it on themselves. <laughs> get made fun of i ain't gonna lie to you but uh it is uh well, let's be careful it's not causing there's enough division in this world as it is without uh, creating more so uh take those precautions be careful guys and gals uh like i said this week alone i think it's odd to say the numbers going down but i've seen on the emails i've gotten alone people have increased in death so I'm a little confused what's going on. I ain't going to lie to you. So, But you, you take it, do what you will, and I'll think nonetheless of you, whether you wear a mask or not or get the shot or not. I don't really care what you do. I've just got to do what I think is best for me and my family, and you do what you've got to do. I, you know, it's free country as of now, so y'all do what you want to. All right, uh, let's see. Let's look at our verse this morning. Then we're going to expound on this here. Uh, Matthew twenty eight eighteen. Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Wonderful passage of Scripture. This goes back to the Great Commission. And I, as uh, with reading that, of course, that is the, uh, the verse of focus uh, this morning. But I do believe that uh, we need to read it in its entire context. Uh, let's look at, you know, we, like I said, we just read Matthew 18. Let's go back and reread that and read through uh, to the end there. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So here we have some uh, wonderful things uh, that we can glean from this passage this morning in the fact that all authority is given to Jesus. I mean, God created the world. He sent his son into the world. He, he rules over the world. Uh, we are redeemed by Christ. I mean, so it, we're, we're seeing here that all authority is through through Jesus Christ. We see here not only are we to make disciples of all nations. In other words, we need to go to the, the Muslim. We need to go to, to uh, the um, uh, Hindu or we need to, you know, whatever their religion is and tell them, hey, the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. We have here the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then we have a very wonderful thing at the end of the passage. I am with you always to the end of the age. So we have that Christ is always there, that he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us, that he is always there. And, you know, it is um, uh, in the world that we live in today, the one thing that they do not like is uh, uh, to be exclusive. And, uh, you know, I, I've said this before, and I don't know how you feel about it. That's, uh, you know, but I hate that word inclusive. I don't know why. I guess because to me, when I hear that word <clears throat> inclusive, 
It is um, uh, a liberal ideology. It is uh, doesn't matter what you think or believe, and, and we're going to push an agenda. Hold on, sorry. Uh, got a dry spot in my throat. But they're, they're, to me, when I hear that word inclusive, it's like, well, it's a push to push LGBTQ in something. It's to push a, a race. It doesn't matter if you're qualified. It doesn't matter your merit. It's just because based on skin tone, we're going to push this. If you're a woman, we're pushing it. You see what I'm saying? That When I hear that word inclusive, I, that's what all I think of. Not that women are bad. I'm not so You know what I'm saying. We're talking about, a, talking about the, uh, the feminist movement. I'm not, you know, so don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. So when I hear that word inclusive, it, it just, I don't know, as soon as I hear it, it just, it, it irritates me. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know how you feel about it. It may not bother you, but some things do me. But they don't want to hear exclusive. See, that, that is, when you say something is exclusive, then the the politically correct, uh, the cancel culture, their, their minds uh, just melt down. You know, uh, how dare you say that uh, Jesus Christ is the only way? How dare you say that it's exclusive? Uh, that, uh, that's why we're labeled bigoted, uh, uninvolved, or stupid. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what we see today because there's no absolute truth. What is true for you may not be true for me, but that is uh, that is the, the mindset that... Uh, um, you know, if your truth is different from mine, it doesn't invalidate what you think is true. It is just baloney. All right. You know, in other words, you could say, eh, I don't think George Washington was our first president. I want to say that uh, Theodore Roosevelt was our first president. That's my truth. Well, you look at somebody and say, well, you're a moron. You know, that, that you, know, you can't deny the fact that George Washington was our first president. Well, I, how do you know you wasn't there to see that he was our first president? How do you know that he really existed? I mean, really, it's the same. What's the difference? I mean, it's the same stupid mentality uh, that we're seeing when it comes to our convictions as Christians when people try to downplay our faith in Jesus Christ. And we're seeing here that Christ is saying here, they're saying that all authority in heaven and earth. So that's, you know, when we understand what is uh, understanding good from evil, right from wrong, moral from immoral, uh, they, well, where does that sense of authority come? It comes from Jesus Christ. That's why we said he is the creator. He is the author, the finisher of our lives. Jesus Christ has is given all authority. And that's why he's saying go to make disciples of all nations, going out to all cultures, all society, all religious, and explaining to them that Jesus Christ is the only way into heaven. And, you know, and that infuriates people. Who are you to say that uh, that religion is wrong? Who are you to go and to say that uh, they should change their belief system? How do you know theirs is, uh, no, uh, is not the, the right way? Because we're seeing here that Jesus Christ is, let's see, all authority. Said to them, all authority in heaven and earth. That these things are wrong. These man-made religions are wrong. And the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. But see, you live in a society in a world who don't want to hear that. That's wrong. That's how dare you. You know, uh, you, you shouldn't be doing those kind of things. But hey, make disciples of all nations. All right? Baptizing. When you hear the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptizing. We have to go out, my friends, and we have to be a witness, and we have to talk to other people, and we're going to be hated for that. That's why uh, even before I became a pastor, and even when I really wasn't even living for the Lord like I was supposed to, I was still trying to witness to people. Uh, I had this compulsion to tell others about Jesus Christ. And, of course, looking back, I realized that you know God was trying to... Uh, 
get me to where I needed to be, and I knew I was supposed to be a pastor. I just didn't want to do it. But uh, but I had this compulsion to want to tell others about Jesus Christ. And you should have that same compulsion. You should not want to uh, to, to wa- waver from that, uh, to be afraid of that. Uh, we have to stand true. We have to stand strong. Society is going to hate us. What did Jesus say? The world will hate you. Why? Because they hated me first. So we're going to be hated by culture and society, but it doesn't negate our our place on this earth to tell others about Jesus Christ and that he is the way, that he is the truth, all right, that he is the only way to heaven. And they're going to counter argue. They're going to throw stuff at you. They're going to, uh, you know, they want to infuriate you. Usually, when they don't have a defense, a lot of times they'll use straw man argument. They'll use circular reasoning. Use red herring. They'll use these things to try to distract you because uh, they don't have a defense. And a lot of times they'll attack you personally. Or just like the other day, the the individual uh, he wanted to make me angry by referring to the Bible as a, a book of fairy tales, and you know, because they don't have a defense. All they they can do is try to an emotion to make you angry so that uh, then, then they feel better about themselves. So, you know, so when you're attacked or when they try to come at you personally, uh, you know, they may uh, say, well, you know, well, you're ugly or you're fat or, you know, you just blow it off because the only reason why they're doing that is because they don't have a defense. So, my friends, no matter where you're at, you may say, well, uh, at my job, I'll get in trouble. Well, you know what? Uh, if that's the case, well, there's two things that could happen. One, uh, it's against the law for somebody to fire you because of your convictions as a Christian or whatever religion is. So there are actually Christian attorneys out there who will fight for you if they try to fire you because you were trying to be a witness at your job. So that's one. Two, if you are fired from your job, I believe that Christ will uh, bless you probably with a better job. And three, we are commanded, all right, by all authority, by Jesus Christ, to go forth and, and to preach the gospel to all nations. And, you know, and I think this is, this is um, uh, a problem uh, among many Christians that uh, they, lack the, they lack the spine to get out there and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to stand on the truth and to minister and to witness because they are afraid. They want affirmation from the world. They don't want to make anybody mad. They want to be liked by everybody. Who don't? You know, I... Uh, it is it's it hurts when somebody don't like you you know and but there's nothing you can do about it and um uh, you know i think a lot of my life was trying to please other people because you know you want people to like you but uh the fact of the matter is not everybody's going to and so we're going to have to get out of this mindset of well i don't want somebody to get mad at me well you know what if that's what it if 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 you're standing on God's word and doing the right thing, then uh, then they wouldn't have much of a friend or they wouldn't much of a person anyway if they're going to turn their back on you because you're standing on godly principles. You know, just like yesterday, I just uh, uh, they are trying to sign a bill uh, to label bathrooms for transgender, and uh, this woman got on there and said, well, in my business, I'm going to make sure that it says bathrooms are available for everybody, men, women, transgenders, all wonderful and beautiful people. You know, I mean, come on, I get tired of this self-righteous, sanctimonious attitudes of some of these individuals, you know, it, it just... Uh, if, if you're a Christian, guys, we can't condone this perversion, this hedonism, this uh, the humanistic philosophies that are being pushed out there, and and being trying to to be to, you know saying that this is normal, this is right. It is wrong, guys. It is wrong, and we're going to have to quit being as Christians being such weak individuals, man. 
we have the power of God on our side. You know, it's like, you know, the, you're talking about the power of God. You know, I'm, I'm struggling uh, to let go with my daughter. She is, you know, I, uh, as a, you know, me and her are very close. And as a daddy, I'm very, very overprotective of my kids. And you talk about the ultimate helicopter pilot, uh, helicopter parent pilot. I'm not a pilot. I'm a parent. Helicopter parent. Uh, and it's very, you know, she's going to be turning 18 in a few months and then she's going to be going on her way and she started this new job and it makes me sick. I worry sick over, uh, because of, uh, you know, my mind, that goes to a million scenarios of things that can happen, but Lord has really, uh, brought me under conviction. It's like, listen, you know, when you're worrying, then not only you're lacking faith, but you're saying that you don't believe that I have enough power to protect her. And I was like, oh, Lord, you're so right. You know, forgive me. You know, Lord, forgive me. You know, it is, uh, I am not only lacking faith, but I'm lacking uh, the ability to believe in the in the power of God that I've given her to him, and he's going to have to take care of her. And uh, that's what we're going to have to understand in the power of God and how great and wonderful he is. And we need to express that to others. My friends, there are people going to hell on a daily basis. And... Um, it is, you know, we can't force people to believe. All we can do is plant the seed. All we can do is try to tell others about Jesus Christ. We can't force them. I know there's a lot of times I like to grab people by the the lapels and, and shake them. And like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you see this? You know, they'd rather believe in some asinine belief uh, of aliens or something stupid than to believe in the power of God. I, it just amazes me the, the some of the crazy things people believe but reject Jesus Christ. And... Um, it's sad to see that Mormons, Jehovah's Witness, these cults, they're going to be going to hell. Like I said, there's going to be good people in hell who have been misled. But the fact remains that no individual will be without excuse. Every single person on this earth will have had to hear the truth one time or another before they die. And then they have the ability to accept or reject. God gives them free will, and he does it for them. And, you know, also we have a commandment. That's why we have the Great Commission to go forth to all nations and to make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe, not only to tell them, but to that not only that once they hear the word, that they will understand it and they will come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, to observe that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age, that Jesus Christ is with us through life and through death. You know, and that's what I've said before. I think some people get so upset and worried and scared to death about uh, dying. And uh, if you're a Christian, there's nothing to be afraid of. When we die, we are, are to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. And no time are we ever alone. Through life or through death, Christ is with us always. So when you find, look for those opportunities. You know, And I said before, when it comes to evangelism, a lot of people get freaked out about it. And they're like, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't have the courage. I'm embarrassed. I don't know. What, you know just chill out, man. You know, I tell people, you know, just the easiest way a lot of times to witness somebody is just ask them, do you go to church anywhere? Now, if you're like me, nine times out of ten, I say, do you go to church anywhere? They'll either say, yes, I go to First Baptist of blah, 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 you know, well, so, you know, and so, or they'll say, well, uh, yeah, uh, I do, uh, you know, that church, uh, 
you know, uh, down the road here, and so I tell you right away, they ain't going to church because they can't even remember the name of the pastor, the church, or where it's at, you know. And a lot of times they'll just give up and say, no, I don't go, you know. And say, well, I'd like to invite you out to Fountain Life Bible Church or whatever church you go to. Maybe you go to Buffalo Ridge or whatever you, wherever you go to church. You say, hey, I would like to invite you out to church. That's to me, that's the easiest gateway to, to minister and open a, a line of communication and, and start talking about the Lord. And then you can follow up. Even if they say, yes, I go to church. I go to, I'm a deacon or at uh, First Church of the Frigidaire down the road. Ask them, do you know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior? Because the reason why, I always think about the time my dad, the very first time he was ever asked to preach, it was just right, not even, uh, I think a mile and a half down the road from my house right here. Uh, when he got done preaching, the deacon's wife come up to him, and Dad thought she was going to ask him. Wanted to ask him something. He goes, "Yeah, what can I do?" She goes, "I want to get saved." And you know, he, you know, his this his first time he would ever uh, led a service, and he, he was shot. The deacon's wife wanted to get saved. So you can't. So I always think about that. You can't assume just because they go to church that they are saved. And that's why I always ask, "Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior?" Now, a lot of times, a lot of people will look at it and go, yeah, 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 I'm going to say, yeah, and kind of blow you off and walk away. Or they'll hesitate and say, uh, yeah. And then that's when I say, you hesitated. That bothers me. Are you sure? You know, I want to always want to make sure. And, you know, so some people are not as, uh, as, as, as much of an extrovert as I am. A lot of people are uh, introverts, and it's hard for them to, to do that. And I understand that. I get that. But, see, when you're an introvert and you're shy, guess what? You're being selfish. You're being self-centered. You're like, how dare you? I'm not selfish, self-centered. You know, that, that offends people. But you are because you're too worried about what other people think. You want to get past that and not think about yourself and think about, Lord, how can I better serve you? Help me, Lord Jesus, have the boldness and the confidence. Help me, as Paul said, to be as bold as lions. We must be bold and we must be firm and we must be confident in our faith in Jesus Christ. Why? How do we know between good and evil? How do we know what is immoral and immoral? Because Jesus Christ is the authority of all things, of heaven and earth. And so by his authority, we are commanded to go forth to all nations, to all people, and tell them about the love of Jesus Christ. So don't um, uh, worry about what others think about you. Don't worry about the world or society thinks about you. Don't worry about what you're going to say, because God will give you the words to speak when it's time to do it. So uh, don't give out a second thought. Just share your life, share your testimony. And, you know, and God will take it from there. Plant the seeds. You know, you may say, ask somebody if they're a Christian or they're saved, and, and you've tried talking to them, and you sound like you're getting anywhere, and all of a sudden you look on Facebook, and they went to a church down the road, and they got saved. You're thinking, what did they do that I didn't? Hey, it's all right, because there's there God has those who plant the seed, God has those who water the seed, and then those who God has those who cultivate it. So God has everybody in place to, to bring those to know him. So it's all good. Let's have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for your good word. Uh, Lord, help us uh, to go forth and to tell all individuals, any race, any uh, belief system, anybody we come across about your love, your sacrifice, what you've done for us, and what you have to offer us for eternal uh, salvation, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to be that witness, to be that light in this world of darkness, to stand firm, to stand true in the truth of the gospel and explain how you are exclusive and that you are the only way to heaven. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. 
Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, in which all protects us this day. Be with our nation as leaders. Let them come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with those who have lost loved ones because of COVID. And Lord, give them strength and peace during this very difficult time. Lord, be with those who are struggling with COVID as we speak and that you'll bring healing upon them. Lord, I do pray for Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy, Linda David Feathers, Roger Winters, Ron Thompson is about to have surgery, and so many others, Lord, that have offered up prayer requests and concerns online. Lord, you meet those concerns and your will be done. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and which all protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, don't forget to uh, come on out and join us at Fat Life Bible Church at 118 Julie Lane this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And uh, Dr. Vicki, I'm bringing bring the morning service, 6 p.m. Sunday evening, online service. And we'll uh, continue our study in uh, Sega Peter. I had a friend of mine message me yesterday, said, will, will we ever have Sunday evening services again or Wednesday? And I told him to put a thing on Facebook and got uh, zero I mean, almost zero response, and I just think everybody's gotten used to uh, sitting at home watching online, unfortunately, And uh, but I won't keep praying about it, and, you know, maybe eventually we can get back to that, but uh, right now, we'll continue doing online, and like, as I've said before, if you have any trouble watching on Facebook, go to our website, whether it's Morning Devotions or Morning or Evening Services, go to our website if you have any trouble watching on Facebook, and if it's, uh, if you still can't watch Go to Matthew Aaron Young. Go to my Facebook because then I want to. Because if there's we're having technical difficulties, like this morning, I was trying to download the video so y'all can watch it while you're waiting for me to come on. Couldn't get it to work. But anyway, uh, I'll have it um, uh, on my Facebook. I'll just stream live from my iPad. So if you have any trouble with one of those two, just go straight to my Facebook and I'll try to get it up running on the iPad and you can watch there. And don't forget, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dark Young Chronicles podcast on apple itunes free of charge audio only so my friends hope everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless